We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of Bring the Juice. On with us today, we have Matthew Chambers of the Falcoholic podcast over there. Matthew, thank you so much for coming on, man. Matt Ryan, now an Indianapolis Colt. Uh, they trade, you know, the Falcons trade longtime quarterback Matt Ryan to the Indianapolis Colts. Man, what was your reaction when you saw the Matt Ryan news go down? Only a third round pick the Colts gave up to get him. What were your thoughts on that? Um, uh, my thoughts were the Colts got him for cheap. We obviously kind of watched this uh, Deshaun Watson disaster uh, move forward in slow motion, and it was pretty clear early on you're not going to be able to, um, you know, you're, you're not going to be able to backtrack that and try to keep your franchise quarterback after you were trying to find his replacement. So, uh, so you know, my expectation was he was going to be traded. Um, the third round is uh, really, really cheap. Uh, for a franchise quarterback, obviously the Colts know that. Um, I, I think you guys traded more than that just for Carson Wentz. Um, and uh, <laughs> also some questions about Carson Wentz's uh, uh, fit as a franchise quarterback. So, um, you know, uh, it, it was it was disappointing from that perspective. But at the same time, um, you know, as I kind of mentioned with the disaster, uh, a, a lot of quarterback positions had been filled over the last couple of weeks. Um, and, you know, there was a Seemingly a smaller and smaller, um, smaller and smaller destination for Ryan um, moving forward, and it really got to the point of well, you go to the Colts, maybe Pittsburgh, uh, maybe Seattle, but you're, you're really kind of uh, you're, you're really kind of at the end of you know your, your potential options there. So uh, so you know it, it made sense him going to the Colts, obviously uh, you know a playoff contender. So I, I think all of that's uh, uh, all of that's for the best, but for uh, for, for Falcons fans, it's uh, it, it's pretty it, it's a pretty tough uh, pill to swallow right now. I think we're we're looking at a we're, we're looking at some really bad football ahead of us. So yeah, but we have a lot of bad football behind us. So it's not that big of a difference. <laughs> sure, sure. You know, it's crazy, man. Like I kind of look at like what Chris Ballard has done this offseason. Obviously, last year, if you ask, go to the Carson Wentz trade give up a first and a third. Um, but the Colts have really been able to, it's crazy, like this offseason, you know, they, when they kind of, in my opinion, fleeced Washington and getting, you know, a third-round pick, um, getting, you know, trading up, getting a higher second-round pick this year, and then getting a third-round pick that could be a conditional second next year, 
So the Colts actually, in this, they traded away Carson Wentz, got more draft capital, gave away one of their third-round picks, and they came out of this thing pretty clean, honestly, um, all things considered. Yeah, they sure did. Washington, one of those good destinations for a veteran quarterback like Matt Ryan. Um, but obviously that option had, uh, had closed up. And, you know, if you don't have a bidding war, you end up uh, chipping off, a, you know, a franchise quarterback for a third-round pick and all that. So, but, you know, really from, uh, I think from Indianapolis's perspective, like you guys are, you, you guys have a really good setup with, um, you know, say his current salary coming up. Atlanta's paid, uh, Atlanta's obviously paid the signing bonuses and things like that. So just his base salary is really, really, really reasonable, especially for, you know, a player, uh, you know, a player at that part of his career. Um, you know, obviously 36, 37, he's getting, He's getting a little bit older, you know, a little bit of that zip's missing, but it, it's nothing like, uh, say, Philip Rivers was that two years ago um, where he was, uh, you know, he, he was pretty close to that Big Ben territory last year where, uh, you know, he's not able to really throw it down the field. You, Matt Ryan's not quite there yet. And, um, you know, for, for, for a little perspective, at least from my, for, for my vantage point, Ryan fits closer into that category of um, – at least as far as health is concerned, more into, say, that Drew Brees category. Because if you notice, guys like Ben Roethlisberger, they start falling off because every year they're undergoing new surgery, they're, they have new injuries popping up and everything like that. Ryan has stayed shockingly healthy throughout his career, despite the offensive line that uh, Atlanta has. So uh, so I, I think uh, I think his, his long-term health, I don't think you're going to be running into so many of those issues. So... Uh, well, well, you may be looking at it from uh, maybe like a two-year perspective. I, I think it, obviously if things work out well, uh, you know, you could be looking at a contract extension for Ryan, um, you know, into like say his age 40 season, th- things like that. So just, uh, you know, one of those things to kind of note, even though he is, uh, you know, he, he is older, he's obviously on the wrong side of 30, um, but uh, you know, as far as his uh, his health is concerned, his effectiveness is concerned, I, I think you're at a good spot with uh, him compared to, uh, you know, a lot of your other options. Yeah. You mentioned the offensive line, and I wanted to kind of transition to that, talking about, you know, what Car- what Matt Ryan is coming from to what he's going to here in Indianapolis. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong on this, but it seemed like last year Atlanta didn't really have that great of a roster around Matt Ryan, right? You mentioned the offensive line. Sacked over 40 times. Didn't really have a running game. I think it was 31st or something around there. Bottom of the league in terms of running the football. He didn't really have Calvin Ridley. Obviously didn't have Julio. Really had Kyle Pitts. Russell Gage, I know, was a name. Uh, So how do you think, in your opinion, going from what the Falcons had surrounding Matt Ryan to what the Colts have, how do you think that could potentially help Matt Ryan in his game in 2022 and moving forward? Uh, I think that's going to be a big step up for him. So, uh, so yeah, I, I don't know if you can really oversell how bad the Falcons team was last year. Because as you noted, um, you know, Calvin Ridley gone. Um, he, he wasn't a he wasn't a very big contributor while he was there either. But uh, you get rid of Calvin Ridley, Kyle Pitts, uh, Kyle Pitts, a rookie. You really had you had Cordell Patterson who uh, did kind of trail off at the end of last year's. Is kind of running back, wide receiver, offensive weapon. But uh, that's really like the full extent of the talent there. The offensive line was awful, awful, awful. It's, it's going to be uh, it's gonna be a really big transition going from uh, Jalen Mayfield. I think he was 
think he was rated like the, the worst or second worst guard all of last year up to uh, Quentin Nelson, who is on the complete other side of that spectrum. That, that, that's going to be interesting as well as um, as well as Jonathan Taylor. I, I think that's going to really, I think that's going to be a really good fit because, uh, you know, like I said, Matt Ryan, he is a little bit older. I think it's going to be less likely where he's going to be, say, carrying that entire offense. But if, if you put him behind uh, a good offensive line like that, uh, typically pro football focus has him as, you know, one of the top quarterbacks when, when he's kept clean. The problem is he was never kept clean in Atlanta, not, not, not for years. They tried again and again to fix the offensive line. It just kept getting worse. Um, Really, so it's uh, so it, it'll be a really interesting situation. I'm I'm wondering what the pass catchers in Indianapolis are going to be able to provide, but I think the best fit for Ryan is behind that good offensive line, behind that run game, and just let him be extremely efficient with the football, um, and you know, hopefully being able to rely on a defense. He he hasn't been able to do that, um, you know, near, nearly in his, his entire career in Atlanta. So. It, it, it'll, it'll be interesting. I'm, uh, you know, I've, I've got pretty high hopes for, uh, you know, w- where that's going to lead. But uh, you know, the, the AFC has turned into kind of a, a kind of a juggernaut. It looks like with all the, the flurry of signings uh, everywhere. But I, I, I do like Indianapolis as a landing spot for him. Yeah, and he's never really had a back like Jonathan Taylor, too. Uh, I mean, he was talk, He was asked about Jonathan Taylor in his introductory press conference. And he's like, man, this dude's a beast. You know, he's like, we were watching the Buffalo tape, you know, when they were playing Buffalo later in the year, and he was just like, oh, my word. So I, I will be very interested because I don't know when, and I was going to ask you, when's the last time Atlanta's had a semi-decent running game? Because it feels like it's been a while since they've had it. When was the last time? So it's easy to forget it because it was so short. Um, but in twenty in twenty sixteen, that was uh, Matt Ryan's MVP year. You had uh, Devonta Freeman at his uh, absolute peak, um, and you, you had uh, Tevin Coleman as this uh, you know pretty good pretty good backup. Uh, this this nice one two punch there. Um, so the, there there was a really good so that, that was a really good run game. I, I couldn't tell you like the yards per carry, but like they. They did it. The offensive line was the offensive line was quite good that year. Um, they they had those backs as well, and you know Ryan was able to put up uh, you know an MVP season. But he did have very very early in his career. Michael Turner, uh, if, if anyone remembers him, this uh, big like two hundred forty plus pound running back who could uh, j- just bowl over people. Uh, Ryan was able to rely on him. You know through his rookie season, and um, I think. Uh, up until uh, up until 2012, there was another playoff uh, another playoff season. But you know, Turner was kind of on his last legs there. But when he does have that run game and some other pieces to kind of rely on, he is, you know, Ryan is able to, you know, pull wins out uh, through that. I, I think the problem the problem in Atlanta the last few years has been. There's no, there's no one else to rely on. There's no defense. There's no run game. The offensive line isn't helping. Your pass catchers aren't helping. You're really kind of relying on Matt Ryan and only Matt Ryan because no one else is going to be able to win you those games. Yeah, and an issue the Colts had last year, they relied on Jonathan Taylor a ton and for obvious reasons. But when it came down to it, when the Colts needed Carson Wentz to do something and really make a play and win them a game, he really struggled down the stretch. You know, obviously there were other reasons why the Colts – you know, kind of collapsed the last two weeks of the season. But Carson Wentz was part of that equation. And you just mentioned how Matt Ryan really has had to put the team on his back. So how how much of a 
difference and how helpful do you think for Matt Ryan's sake will it be to, ha- to have a guy like Jonathan Taylor and have a defense that you don't always have to play from behind and you don't always have to do everything? How helpful do you think that will be for him? Uh, I think that's going to be great because that is where he uh, that is where he shines a little bit more. If you're able to not be playing from behind, if you have that run game that can help keep the pressure off your quarterback, uh, I like I said, uh, Pro Football Focus typically has Ryan. He, he's right at the top if he's kept clean. Um, I'm not sure about I'm not sure about last year. Last year was kind of uh, um, you know just kind of an ongoing disaster in Atlanta, but. I think if you're able to do that and keep that run game going, that's that's really going to be playing to his strengths and, you know, just playing smart football, not, not turning it over, making those conversions when needed. Like that's, that's really going to be his wheelhouse there. I, I think that's going to be perfect for uh, everything Indianapolis needs him to do. Yeah, you mentioned a little bit briefly. I wanted to kind of double back on it. Um, just what Matt Ryan's strengths are, right? The things that he does really well. Now, Carson Wentz, I would say the things that he was really good at, he was really physically gifted, obviously. He could do those things. He could make those plays with his legs. I don't think Ryan's right there, even though I did watch a clip of him doing a, a two-point conversion. And I was like, man, Matt Ryan still can kind of move for being 36, nearly 37 years old. What would you say, though, are his strengths? Like, What do you think are the big things, if you had to highlight, like, the top three things for Matt Ryan and his strengths that he's going to bring to Indianapolis, maybe Carson Wentz didn't bring, what would you say? Ooh, top three that Wentz doesn't have. Um, I mean, I, I think you could get right to the the root of it immediately, uh, leadership, um, which seems to be the the big negative on uh, on Wentz there. Um, if if you know, if my understanding is right there, and you know, Ryan has done that uh, all, all the way from his rookie season. He's, uh, you know, he, he always gets guys to uh, to buy in. He does he does put in that uh, that extra work. He, you know, he he knows what he's doing. He he works with his guys. Like all of his, uh, you know, his former teammates love him. His current teammates love him. Um, so it's uh, so I, I think that's going to be a big change. Um, I'd say Ryan probably excels um, right now in that kind of medium range pass game. Um, so, you know, uh, so he he is pretty good at the deep ball, but I, I wouldn't focus too much on that. I, I think if you're able to, uh, you know, I, I think if you're able to motion out your running backs, if you're able to focus on your uh, your, your tight ends, maybe your, uh, your, your slot wide receivers, he's going to be able to move the ball really effectively that way. Um, I think that's going to be great, and uh, you know, you did say you saw you saw one clip of Ryan uh, scrambling. He's not necessarily known as a running quarterback, but he he can move more than just that two point conversion. Um, he's you know, um, he, he, even this late into his career, he's still he, he's still able to effectively uh, uh, get around defenders a lot. He he will he will go run for the ball, and he's quite effective in that. Um, I, I know there are probably some advanced stats on. Um, on on his running, but I, I think that's a really overlooked part of his game, and that that does help uh, give you that one additional option, um, which has been helpful for Atlanta because we have had so few options. But uh, for Indianapolis, I think that's going to be really helpful, um, especially on third down when uh, you know when things break down and you do need to make that conversion. I, I think you, you'll probably see him. Uh, uh, you'll probably see him. Uh, make some of those runs, uh, you know, once or twice a week. I, I think that'll be, that, that'll probably be the most, uh, uh, that'll probably be the 
the most surprising thing. It'll be a lot different than, uh, you know, say Philip Rivers or something uh, moving around in the pocket. Ryan, Ryan can run. He's just not, not, not quite like Lamar Jackson fast or anything. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people, and I think it's a very lazy comparison, have compared him to Philip Rivers saying he's a statue in the pocket and everything. I feel like whenever a quarterback's a pocket passer, people just automatically say they're a statue in the pocket. I don't get that sense that Ryan's like that at all. I get the sense that he maybe obviously isn't a Lamar Jackson or anything, but he can still move in the pocket when he needs to. Philip Rivers really couldn't, and I feel like that kind of maybe almost limited the way that the Colts use their offense, even though Philip Rivers is really good with them. But I feel like Ryan, with Ryan and with what he has, you know, with his arm and everything, even though it may be slightly in the decline, I don't know, you know, where that is right now. But I feel like with that, the Colts aren't going to have to really change up anything offensively. Like he's going to be able to run their full playbook. He's got the arm. He's got the mobility. Even at 37 years old, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, I think that's probably right. You might. Um... I mean, I, I think anytime you're moving between quarterbacks, you uh, you know, you, you might focus on one part of the playbook compared to uh, the other, and I don't think you would give uh, I don't think you would give the the exact same thing you give Carson Wentz to uh, to Matt Ryan, but I, I don't think you're going to be limited. Uh, you you might, you might have say fewer uh, designed runs or something because you, you do want to kind of focus on that if you have Carson Wentz because he can run the ball in between getting injured. Um, typically, so you know, I, I, you probably take away some of those, and you you, you probably focus, um, uh, you know, say say on some more complex passing routes, things like that. That uh, you know, Matt Ryan understands. He's he's been working with for you know 14, 15 years in the pros. Uh, he, he's really able to do all of that. So I I, I think you know you, you would get the same playbook, but you you, you would just be focusing on um, on some different parts. You'd be you'd be focusing on. You know what, what Ryan can do much better than, uh, say, Carson Wentz could do. Yeah, one of the biggest knocks on Wentz. This is going to be the last thing. Thank, I appreciate you coming on, man. Uh, big knock on Carson Wentz was sometimes he couldn't read defenses very well, right? He couldn't read it. You know, whenever the play was happening, he didn't know where to go with the ball and all those things. I get the sense that Matt Ryan is very strong in that area. Like he's he knows where he wants to go with the ball, similar to Rivers in that way. Um, and it's going to bode well for guys like Naheem Hines, who the Colts were really underusing. With Philip Rivers, he had a career year. And uh, Paris Campbell, just guys like that, being able to, you know, on the fly, know where to go with the, with the football. Do you, is that a strength of Matt Ryan's as well? Yeah, uh, absolutely. And what you'll see, if you, if you take a deeper dive into uh, uh, Ryan's stats, um, he, he's not, uh, you know, he, I think he might have had, a, there might have been a little impression of he's just throwing the ball to, say, Julio Jones, something like that. But that, uh, well, that certainly happened. But um, one of the things you'll notice is he, he's able to work all the way down the roster. Like there were, uh, you know, there, there were some seasons where you might have 10 plus different players who are catching touchdowns. Um, and that's something he's going to be able to do. He's going to be, uh, you know, he, he, he's going to throw to your tight end two, your tight end three, uh, wide receiver five, you've got a wide receiver six, uh, something like that. He, he's really able to. Uh, he, he's really able to move through his reads where he's not just staring down that wide receiver one, that uh, tight end number one. He, he's able to move through and, um, you know, put the ball in just the perfect place for a lot of these guys. And I, I think that that's something that uh, I, I wouldn't I, I wouldn't say would be a strength of Carson Wentz. Um, I, I think that's, uh, you know, I, I think that's really for um, a passer who's a lot more like Ryan, who's able to use that full uh, you know, uh, that full depth chart really to help move the ball. I, th I think that's going to be 
that that's going to be a big change from uh, last year. It's crazy, man. I feel like there's already so many Falcons fans who are kind of Colts fans for basically Matt Ryan. And I'm really excited to see what he's going to do in Indianapolis. Um, you know, I know there's been some comparisons to like, you know, Manning and Brady when they went late in their careers to different organizations. They were able to win it. Hopefully the Colts and Matt Ryan are able to bring it back. I keep talking about the AFC is insane right now. But I do certainly think that Matt Ryan for the Colts gives them the best chance to win now. Um, and also one thing I'm really intrigued by is if slash when the Colts draft a quarterback for their future, whether it's this year or next year, I think there's no better teacher in the NFL than Matt Ryan right now. Yeah. And uh, I, I would agree. I mean, um, I think Falcons fans were, were expecting that to happen here. Um, instead, uh, instead of Ryan's gone and we don't, you know, he, he's not able to mentor a young quarterback here and, um, you know, kind of move, you know, Kind of help transition to that next stage. So I, I think that'll be that'll be great uh, for Ryan. I, I, I think he's going to be really good with uh, he's going to be really good with that aspect of it, whether it's uh, this year, next year, or you know, twenty twenty four, whatever year that is. I think I think he's going to be the guy you you would like to have with your rookie quarterback. Absolutely. Matthew, I appreciate you coming on, man. Again, this is Matthew Chambers from The Falcoholic. Matthew, if anybody wants to check out your work or anything on The Falcoholic, where can they find you at? Uh, sure. So uh, so the, the Falcoholic, we are part of SB Nation. You can find us on thefalcoholic.com or uh, you can find me at Falcoholic Matt on Twitter. Awesome. Well, guys, be sure to check him out on all their content. Thank you again, Matt. I really appreciate it. Thank you guys for tuning in. And as always, guys, Go Colts. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.